0: So you went to the thrift store and then you went to the other thrift store and neither of them had anything for you. Were you, were you focusing on one particular thing or was it just like, hmm, you know, nothing struck you?
1: You know, every time I go to the thrift store, I have like a list of things I look for. Mm -hmm. So I do the rounds. Um, I always look for glassware. Yes. I look at textiles. Sure. Uh, I look at books. I'm not really sure why because I usually don't find any. I'm really into knickknacks, as you probably know so I always I check out the right knickknacks.
0: I have heard that about you. Is there like a knick section because that would be that would be that's kind of the whole store right?
1: Yeah there's there's a knick section in some yeah, places. They
0: just file everything in there just like I don't know what it mm-hmm. is knick-knack, 25 cents.
1: But I'm in the long game for a lot of things which yeah. reminds me I'm not going to do this this time but Alden you see this pillowcase?
0: I do see this pillowcase.
1: I got this pillowcase, along with another pillowcase that matches it, at uh, the AIDS Alliance thrift store in Seattle, which is one of my favorites. And it nearly perfectly matches my bedspread. Wow. So I bought this bedspread, like specialty made, on e- uh, not on eBay, on Etsy. And then... Wasn't Didn't even know that the pillowcases existed and found these matching pillowcases. And I'm going to do this on a future one. The moral of the story being... <laughs> I guess the, the moral of the story being like when you're not looking for something, it exists and it just brings you faith in the world when you most need it.
0: That's, That's really it. nice. I, I like that you pivoted it into the idea that these have morals. Uh-huh. Yeah, that you're sort of uh and you're sort of the arbiter of of thrifting <laughs> morality. That's great. I think that's wonderful. We should start taking sort of thrifting related questions from from our listeners.
1: Oh, I definitely have answers. And if they don't have answers, that's even better because I like to just ponder the thrifting related larger questions of the world. Oh,
0: yeah, I think because these will be sort of these will be about sort of, sort of the um, they'll be philosophical questions as much as anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, people aren't going to, for instance, ask you about your pillowcase because they can't see it. And that's going to be a tough episode when we talk about that, because everyone. Will well, just when have I to start wearing that
1: shirt that says "Ask me about my pillowcase," you know, <laughs> that people might start. <laughs> or that button I made.
0: I would suggest not wearing that Nicole. <laughs> that's just a little piece of advice on my, I have.
1: Well, I passed a woman uh, while I was biking mm. recently who was wearing a shirt that said, "You're on my to do list." <laughs> which was great because anybody reading it is the you.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's um the be- my best um best thing I ever spotted uh riding a bike and passing someone was I passed another uh another cyclist and she had I think on sort of in in the basket of her bike some sort of mm-hmm. large tropical bird and as I went by and I'm startled to see this large tropical bird. She says to me, "Where's your bird?" And
1: I'm pretty I, sure I know that person. And if it's that white parrot, she's often in Cal Anderson Park. People really want attention when they have a bird around. That's a, a side moral, <laughs> bonus moral. I and I try have, not to give them that attention.
0: I should have known that you'd know this person, right? Like, <laughs> and the bird. Yeah, and the bird, right? Um,
1: do you want to do that little introductory thing or whatever
0: we're doing that now nicole aren't we this is sort yeah, of don't
1: you say the name of the show and who we are or something do we oh, do that
0: that doesn't matter if someone's listening to this they already know that this show is called this american life with Ira glass um no if if, if people already know that this show is called serious offers only And it's not to be mistaken with another show that has a different title and totally different themes. And every time I search for our show to just see how we're doing on on iTunes or whatever, I get forced over to this other show. And I will not listen to it, and I um, I will not even mention it out loud, just thinking it in my brain, thinking mean thoughts about them.
1: It's the same name, though, so you've kind of just mentioned it?
0: No, it's not. It's a similar name. I'm not searching for the words in their name. I'm searching for the words in our name, and I'm going over there instead because Google doesn't trust me, and I think that's rude.
1: Was a thrifted item with a moral too long (laughs) of name for you?
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe we should change it to, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. A thrifted item with a more no, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, what was the moral? What was the moral of the one where you stole the sweater? Don't steal sweaters. Do sw- steal sweaters. Sometimes it's okay to steal sweaters. It's okay to steal a sweater if you really want it.
1: I think if you're in a rough volunteering situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to steal a thing.
0: Yeah, from a nonprofit. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, sort of this. This is cool because. It's sort of a, a we're going to we're, we're sort of sharing these morality tales, but with really sort of moral ambiguity. And that's great. I like the idea of sort of little um, morality stories for children that are sort of weirdly sort of pro-crime <laughs> i don't know
1: Yeah, where the kid ends up at the end of it is like oh what what am i supposed to take away from this
0: yeah exactly like so mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like it's about a couple of like friendly zoo animals but one gets eaten at the end and you're like oh I'm okay hmm. that's how the tiger got his stripes and also that is why <laughs> it's good for tigers to pounce on things and eat them okay great I do think it's good for tigers to pounce on things and eat them. I mean, they have to. What else are they going to do? They have no yeah. choice in the matter, right?
1: That's true. Yeah. I think it's good for kids to start having just awareness of things that could go wrong that they can't avoid from a young age. You know. Hmm. So like, you, you never know. Yeah, if you're if you're near the tigers you could be doing everything right and still get eaten by a tiger.
0: I feel like I always assumed everything was going to go wrong when I was a kid and an adult. I don't know. You don't have any control over anything when you're a kid, so it doesn't... I feel like the the, the default at a, default life for a kid is just like, well, I'm just getting swept up into whatever this is today, and you don't really have much say in it, so... There you are.
1: Well, you're probably a better kid than most because I think a lot of kids try to control it by being shit. I was
0: a great I was great at being a kid. I was like really excellent at it. What does that even mean? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you were you were sort of we all know that you uh as the the eldest of three.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: Of three, um, Three siblings just really kept them in line, really took it upon yourself to really, really make sure they knew who was in charge at all times. Yes,
1: I was pretty bad at being a kid, Mm. pretty good at being an older sister. I would say, if Mm. being an older sister is bossing people around, dragging them around, you know, that kind of thing.
0: This is good. I'm trying to bait your family into, I don't know, corresponding with the program in some way. Oh, they're listening. um, Okay, good.
1: All right, I want to talk about this thing, because it could take a while. Should I do it?
0: Nicole, please tell us what you have brought into the program today.
1: Did I show you this when I thrifted it?
0: I think you did. Um, For the listeners at home, Nicole is holding sort of uh, looks like maybe like a raw iron or pewter or brass uh, bicycle nicely done and it's a very i want to i want to make it clear that this is a sort of modern bicycle this is not one of your penny farthings this is a modern bicycle with a water bottle cage and everything and i believe it looks like it has maybe some hooks to hook your keys is that what's going on yeah it's
1: a it's a brass i think you were right uh bicycle key holder it has four hooks on it And I just really like the design of it. Mm -hmm. And I got it at an estate sale last year. And it's got a pretty good story. And I haven't really uncovered what the moral is. So I think we'll, we'll do that as I talk about it.
0: I... It has never occurred to me that there would be morals for any of these stories, and I love that you're leaning so hard in that direction. It is so important to you now. I do think I remember you getting this. I remember seeing it before. Um, so it must have been. I think I saw probably it over, 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 over video. Right. This is something from your your current ad- address, not from when we were neighbors.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. from out here in Buffalo. So. Mm-hmm. Let me set the scene. I'm Please. going up to my friend Jean's house for a walk, and she lives in the suburbs. I'm on the phone with my sister Natalia, talking to her about a paper she has to write for social work school, and we're talking about our like history of family problems.
0: Wow, really just cutting loose here with like <laughs> like personal details and names. Okay, go fine. All, All of blue- this whoop. is important to the story. Okay, You'll see. OK,
1: so then while I'm on the phone with my sister, I say like, oh, my God, there's a sign for an, there's no an, yeah, there's a sign for an estate sale. Better veer off. So I, you know, veer off, go follow the signs. Uh, it's during covid. So they're not allowing a lot of people in at a time. They like take your temperature, give you hand sanitizer, or whatever. So I have to wait outside for a couple minutes. Then I go in. And sometimes you're like, this place is full of great shit right away. This wasn't one of those times. But it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like this is absolute junk either. It was just like this is okay. So I'm walking around and I'm kind of, you know, like any time you're thrifting, I'm trying to come up with like enough stuff to justify a purchase. In some cases, like sort of like enough stuff to like justify getting a basket, right? And then mm. once you get a basket, you just go wild.
0: Yeah. And then you're like enough stuff to 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 justify a cart. And then the next mm-hmm. level of that is like a wheelbarrow. And then after that, it's a U-Haul truck.
1: Yeah, you just take the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm out in the garage at this place having this personal conversation with my sister about what she should write about her paper or whatever. And I see some bird feeders. And I know my mom has been looking for bird feeders, but hasn't been able to go anywhere to get them.
2: Mm.
1: So I'm like, okay, I can get the bird feeders. And then that opens everything. You know, we're now probably going to be over the credit card limit and, you know, just better go wild. So I take some pictures of the bird feeders, ask my mom if she wants them. She wants two of the three. Then I take the bird feeders to the front, ask them to hold them. I find a couple other things. I'm forgetting what all I found, but I did find a mini food processor, which was great. It was the Cuisinart mini food processor, which I think is probably like one of the best ones on the market, but I already had two other mini food processors (laughs) from my quest for a mini food processor because I gave Mm. away my other mini food processor before I left Seattle. Like, I don't know why I decided... Oh, I move I'm moving, so I'm no longer a person that needs a mini food processor in a different place.
0: Well, you always get rid of stuff when you move. That's silly. You move to But a long why way. that?
1: But like what a stupid thing.
0: I don't know. I don't have a mini food processor. I'm doing okay.
1: Well, I would say I'd give you the others, but I gave away one to that woman on <laughs> online who I gave the Jesus snow globe to. Right. She has that one. And then the other one I gave to my friend, Jean, who I already, yeah, I already mentioned in the story, actually. She oh, that's it.
0: nice. That, that's how that, that rounded out like that.
1: But then I also have just a whole supply of secondary uh, cooking items for if and when I teach cooking classes again. Because yes. I used to do that. So mm-hmm. I just hoard all of those. Yeah. As an excuse. Anyway, so I've got this pile going of stuff. So all I can remember right now for sure is the mini food processor and the two bird feeders. And then, you know, I'm just kind of talking on the phone walking around this place. I spot this bicycle key hook thing hanging on the wall in the laundry room. And there's other hooks in that room that are for sale. Okay. So I'm like, Oh, and they have prices on them. So I'm like, I guess that this is probably for sale too, but it's screwed to the wall. So I find one of the guys working at the estate sale. Any questions so far? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really going to get going here. So I want to make sure.
0: (laughs) Well, I am not going to lie. I was sort of. I was.
1: This is the building action. (laughs) (laughs) Alden.
0: You, you sort of lost my full attention at a certain point. And I think it was maybe because there are now like 15 elements of the story. And I just, I'm just really wondering how, how we, how it, how it sort of, it's sort of, we're, it's sort of that stage where, you know, maybe you're, you're, you're baking and you've got all of these, all of these things in the dough and you're stirring and but you're still like, well, there's the eggs, there's the flour. Is this ever going to come together into anything?
1: It's a great question and one that I'm interested to find out as well.
0: <laughs> and then what do you ask me if I had any questions at first I thought the person at the estate sale was asking you if you had any questions as though like there was this estate sale where they're really pushing stuff. It's, it's like a, like a really like, I love the idea of this very sort of high pressure retail environment, but it's an estate sale. and They're just like, Oh yeah. Bird feeders. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you don't want those though. This is the real bird feeder for you. And they're sort of sort of trying to convince you to do different stuff.
1: I think that's a great compliment though because it sort of to me shows that you were so enraptured in the story that you assumed that it was within the story universe oh yeah sort of like when you're in a dream and you pee yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that you know
0: uh, oh bad, bro you pee yourself oh no in my dreams wait what <laughs>
1: So I'm going to take that as you didn't have any questions or <laughs> keep
0: going. I, let me see if I have any questions. Let, let's just, let's just, let's just rehash for just a moment. Let's, um, so you've got bird feeders, right? Mm-hmm. Bird feeders. And were they, when they, when they, were they fine with like just making a pile? And they're like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Other people had piles going. Okay. So just put on the the
0: shelf. Yeah. So you got a pile of bird feeders. Um, And a mini uh, food processor Mm -hmm. and a pillowcase that really matches your bedspread. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, okay, great. Go for it. I'm looking.
1: I have a photo of this day that I thrifted this stuff, and I feel like there's probably more in the photo. Let me look quick. Because I sent the picture of it to you at the time. And I know there was at least one other item I bought.
0: It's probably the most important one.
2: hmm Let's see. Hmm.
0: I'm going to leave all this in.
2: <laughs> God, where mm. is it? It's totally going to be worth it. Let's see here. Hmm. This
1: makes me realize I don't understand chronology at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm like, this doesn't seem out of order, or this doesn't seem in order at all. It seems totally shuffled, and it's not possible it all actually is in order. Um you know technology is so advanced but why is there not a function to search for things you've thrifted okay here it is here's the day Oh yeah, there's nothing. It's just the picture of the mini food processor, and the bird feeders, and it's so I remembered all of it. Got good news and bad news. Good news is my memory is pretty good. My self doubt is pretty bad.
0: It was all worth it, folks. All worth it.
1: I also have a picture of it in its original habitat before I took it off the wall that I can send you for our highly followed Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah, our Instagram.
1: Okay, so back to the scene. I'm in this little laundry room, which is next to the door to the garage and also the basement. So it's a highly trafficked area. This is an important detail, unlike some of the other details that (laughs) you're noticing I've introduced that may not come back up. Um, So I go find somebody who's working at the estate sale. And the thing about these estate sales, at least in Buffalo, is there's like three companies that run all of them. One is called Mary Agnes. The other is like Buffalo Estate Sale. There's one called Nickel City Estate Sale that I really like. Um, But they're the same ones and the same crew of like just totally apathetic people work at each one like they have you know their business and they work at it Uh, and usually there's like one person at each that actually seems excited about their job there's one person who runs the table who seems really crabby and seems like they probably used to work at a casino and then there's like these other people who are various levels of caring and competence who wander around doing other stuff so I find one of those guys and I'm like hey is this for sale and he is like follows me over there and he's like yeah it's for sale you just got to get it off and I was like, okay, well, how am I going to do that? And he was like, I don't know, like, unscrew it. So I was like, okay, do you have a screwdriver I could use? And he's like, nope, I think there's some in the basement. And I was like, all right. So I go looking around and it's a flathead screwdriver. And I, of course, keep finding like all these Phillips head screwdrivers. So I'm like in the garage, looking through all the tools, you know, you've, that's one of those things you've like so noticed. Like 10,000
0: huh? spoons when all you need is a knife
1: exactly it's exactly like that so then i eventually find this like mini flathead screwdriver which i would also like to point out maybe the moral of this is carry around your own small set of tools
2: Hmm.
1: i don't know if that's a moral but something to be learned so then i find the only the only flathead screwdriver in this entire house filled with all of these stupid Phillips head screwdrivers and it's like a mini one. It's like this big and it barely like this big, it, like barely works like three inches long. Okay. So, and you know, during this time I've tried to involve other people in the cause as yeah, much sure. as they seem like they wanted to be being like, have you seen these screwdrivers? And they've been like, I don't know. Good luck. Kind of thing. Or like, I think I lost awesome them downstairs. So I get the No mini one wanted to be
0: involved in this cause, Nicole.
1: Yeah. I would say they were less invested. Than- yeah. <laughs> Any than I was. So I bring the little screwdriver up and I start unscrewing it from the wall. And there are only two screws there and there. Okay. How long can that take? I don't know. I didn't time it, but probably an hour is how long it took. A long enough amount of time that I walked away and was like, I'm not coming back. And then came back and did it. And then was like, I'm this far. I got to keep going. And then was like, how long can someone stand in this hallway before either someone offers to help them or they kick them out? (laughs) And no one ever offered to help me. I was very much in the way. And we're in the coronavirus. You're like, supposed to be not by people. So all these people can't get to either the basement or the other door. One person was like, I'll just wait till you're done. And I was like, you really don't want to do that. I've been here a while. And she was like, "Ah, that's okay, really. And I was like, you you need to go around me. (laughs) Let me get out of your way. So I'm just there unscrewing this thing forever. I eventually like had to call, I had to tell my sister, I couldn't talk to her on the phone anymore because it was bad enough that I was in this highly trafficked area trying to unscrew the thing from the wall. I didn't know if I was actually going to get it. You know, but I really, I really like it. So I really, really wanted it. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess maybe the moral's not like the early bird gets the worm, but rather the persistent beaver. <laughs> Something like that. Do you want to fill that in?
0: Um, no, I don't. Carry on.
1: <laughs> so then I finally get the thing out of the wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's unpriced, of course, because I it wasn't necessarily for sale. <laughs> so then I bring it up, and I'm kind of like hoping that someone will be like, "Ah, you finally got that thing off the wall," or like some kind of acknowledgement at all. Yeah. No one seems to care whatsoever. I get it up there. This woman's like, "Where'd you get that?" And I'm like, "Oh, I got it off the wall. The guy there told me I could have it if I could unscrew it." And the guy like shrugs, and she's like, "That wasn't supposed to be for sale." And I was like, well, I was told it was for sale. And then (laughs) she's like, fine, I guess. Six dollars. And I don't know why, but I was super pissed. Like, I felt like that was way too high. I think mostly because I'd spent so long Mm -hmm. getting it off the wall at that point that I thought somebody would just be like, you know, you can just have it. Like, you used that mini screwdriver, you inconvenienced everyone, you got all (laughs) sweaty, you've been here for, we don't even know how long, at least an hour. (laughs) But That's not what happened. So instead, I just paid $6. And then I went out to the car and I called my sister back and I was like, sorry about that, got really into this bicycle thing, I'll send you a picture of it. And she was like, yeah, that's cool, I guess. And I was like, yeah, but don't you think they should have just given it to me? And she was trying to be supportive and was like... Guess they should have just given it to you. But also, how much did they charge you for it? And I said, $6. And she said, I think that's a very reasonable price. <laughs> you need to get over it. Uh, I, she was like, I thought you were going to say it was like $20 or something after all this. But $6 is really not a lot of money. I'm not sure what you're complaining about. So I drove away victorious, I guess. Mm-hmm. In that I got it off the wall. I found the mini screwdriver. They let me buy a thing that I maybe wasn't supposed to buy, but I really wanted to just be given the thing.
2: And
0: I yeah. wanted
1: any kind of acknowledgement of how hard it was to get the thing, which I think is why I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. Just to show like how cool it was. So that's the whole story.
0: So you, you, that's like sort of a classic Pyrrhic victory, right?
1: Sorry, a what victory?
0: Classic Pyrrhic victory.
1: I don't know what a Pyrrhic victory is.
0: Oh, well, that's where you you technically win, mm-hmm. but at a terrible cost. And so it doesn't really feel like a win, even though it was.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are there famous examples of that in literature or life that you're referring to?
0: Oh, yeah. Like if you go to an estate sale <laughs> and you get the thing you wanted, but you just don't quite get it the way you wanted it to get it. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: So I'm reading this George Saunders book right now, and he's talking about the craft of writing good stories. And he Mm -hmm. says that authors will start introducing things called, he calls them things I can't help but notice. And as the reader, you start collecting those in sort of a bin and are like, all right, here's my TCBNs. Are they going to make these count? And then you get kind of mad if they're just introducing random things that don't end up counting. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And if they do make it pay off somehow, then it all counts. And I think that I made them all pay off. You know, <laughs> I think every detail was yeah. woven back in. This
0: this was a story that it it was like a uh, a fine Swiss watch. Every part perfectly balanced, mm-hmm. harmonious whole. Any element out of place, and it just throws off the whole mechanism, and it just won't it won't click.
1: Yeah, not extraneous. Smooth,
0: no. very smooth. Um, I have a, f- a few follow up questions. If you're mm-hmm. if you're ready to take questions, yeah, we can do that. Okay, great. Um, so I can't help but notice that this bicycle um, key apparatus—it's uh, on your hands, in your hands now, not mounted onto the wall. So let me just guess, and just correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll assume that you are making use of this to hang keys on it all the time. And it's a main focal point of perhaps uh, the entryway to your your home. And you just thought, well, for the story purposes, I should really have it present as a visual aid. So you went ahead and took it off the wall.
1: I think you know that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) So why have I not hung this up? (laughs) is what you're asking okay
0: i guess i'll ask a different question nicole why have you not hung that up
1: i thought about giving it to one of my friends Mm -hmm. but i kind of like it too much okay so i kept it and then i put it in my gift giving dresser but in the drawer of stuff i'm giving to myself So, I guess because it was so hard to get off the wall, I sort of feel like I can't hang it up until I'm going to like buy a place and live there. And I don't own where I live. So it just is like, well, once this goes up, that thing's staying up forever.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's been um, my thinking. I want to back up it. to one thing you brought up, one of those little details. So you have a gift-giving dresser.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a dresser, all of things that you plan to give as gifts.
1: Yes. And the bottom, well, one of the drawers is mailing supplies. Mm-hmm. Another drawer is wrapping paper, mostly mm-hmm. thrifted. Yes. And then the other drawers are things to give people.
0: But one of the drawers is a th- is things that you plan to give to yourself
1: or that I've been given but don't know what to do with. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. Okay. So it's sort of there's an inbox an outbox and a sort of limbo situation that's neither one. Wow. So you're you're saying that this this poor bicycle key hook is sort of in sort of in thrift purgatory.
1: It's gonna get hung up, but mm. like I said, it was it was really attached to that wall.
0: Yeah, yeah. Screwed in and everything.
1: How do you think it's cool?
0: Um I don't. I thought really? about, you wouldn't buy this? I thought about sort of dancing around the issue and part of me wishes that i had danced around it and come up with a different answer other than just no (laughs) Um, so
1: you would not have seen this in someone's house and been like i like that you wouldn't have unscrewed it over an hour
0: i can imagine seeing it in someone else's home and saying oh that's cool um i cannot imagine wanting it in my home
1: do you have a key hook yes well, I'm glad that you were not one of the people I was considering giving it to because you were not worth it, apparently.
0: Uh, no, I'm not. Is I'm your sorry. key
1: hook better than this? Um, I can't it's... imagine that.
0: <laughs> my, my key hook is purely functional. It's in a closet. This is functional
1: no art, Alden.
0: Yes, I understand that. And, I, and while I may um, appreciate functional art elsewhere, I, I sort of aspire for a sort of unadorned life.
1: Yeah, you're pretty much a monk. That's another theme no, of this podcast.
0: No, that's not. No, it's just I sort of uh, uh, I make lots of aspirational purchases, uh, all the time, obviously. But I don't aspire. That that's that's that sort of that's sort of a little too much in the knickknack realm for me.
1: I love things at the intersection of functional and kitsch yes that is my design aesthetic summed up yeah and this totally fits that
0: yeah so which makes it even more surprising that it's just languishing in a drawer and not hung up somewhere
1: because when it goes up it goes up to stay you know
0: Mm. okay i worry about all the things that you must own that you're saving for some some future time
1: well, I was buying things for like white elephant parties for the future. And then I was like, when are those happening again? You got to stop doing that.
0: Nicole. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the ones for yourself. You know, like this is I can't put that up in this home. This mm-hmm. is for a different home.
1: Well, then sometimes I make the mistake of giving those things away. Mm. Well, you can ask You were there back. for that one. T- Remember that time I gave away that royal wedding mug I had?
0: I do what? not. Go into it, please.
1: You do, too.
0: I don't. <laughs>
1: I was having a dinner party and one of my friends had recently gone to England and it was during Prince Harry's wedding. And sure. I think knowing that I love functional kitsch things, and she does too, she bought me a royal wedding mug. Mm-hmm. And it was probably just one that you could buy anywhere for pretty cheap. But, you know, it was in pounds, so it probably wasn't that cheap. And it was in this little box that said like collective royal memorabilia or something. And I had it sitting in a place of somewhat prominence in my home. Mm. And... <laughs> So one of our friends uh, saw it sitting in this prominent place and I was like, God, I love that Royal Wedding mug. And I had had some wine to drink and I think was feeling overly generous. And I said, oh, like, I'm not really using it. You could just have it sometime, you know, like maybe you can have it sometime, like, but just wasn't really thinking and entirely forgot about it. And then the next day I saw that friend at work and they were like, oh, you're going to give me that Royal Wedding mug, right? and was really serious about it. And I couldn't admit that I had been drunk and didn't remember offering to give the royal wedding mug and that I didn't want to anymore. So then I just gave it to them. really sucks. Wow. But I do have some other things that I've thought about giving to other people where I've ended up keeping them for myself. And then that person has always been like, God, I love those earrings. And I'm like, damn it. I know you would love them. I almost (laughs) gave them to you.
0: (laughs) It's funny because I think you do give uh, a lot more gifts than most people.
1: But as you're finding out, I also give gifts to myself.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame about that mug, though, Nicole. I mean, now you probably have hardly any mugs at all, given so many away.
1: But I found a royal wedding tea towel from mm. Princess Diana and Charles' wedding
0: mm. at
1: an estate sale just a couple years ago. And I bought that for my friend Jean, once again, coming up, who oh. loves England. And when I gave her that towel, she almost cried. She was like, so excited about it. So what I feel is- like that was sort of that same karma of yeah. having the mug stolen yeah. from me. It finally came back, and I got to buy this person this royal wedding tea towel. And like she was just so excited about it. And, like, I liked it, but she
0: loved it. Oh. Huh. Well, that, maybe that's the, that's the moral of the story, maybe, is, um, hmm, how to well, summarize that? Well, with this, that? you
1: don't like it, but I love it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the moral. Um, sometimes um, you uh, buy things at an estate sale and you think they're great, and other people don't necessarily. There you go.
1: I think that this is just, yeah, I'm seeing the moral of the story as persistence pays off.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you familiar with the sunk time fallacy, Nicole?
1: No. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll stay yeah. not knowing,
0: huh? Yeah. Uh, I think you will too. Well, this has been really a delight all around, I I think. Uh, how are the bird feeders? Do they, they go to Wisconsin? Are they being used? One yeah. was broken. One was broken. <laughs> so okay.
1: That was a big bummer. So my mom said it looked good, but then the inside was all messed up. Uh, but, you know, you can't return it at that point. The mini food processor is great. Oh, great. And I have seen it for like $50 new at places. And that's felt really good. How'd I've never seen it? this anywhere. I'm going to eBay it right now, though, and just see if it's on there.
0: What are the chances that you can find the same thing on eBay? They're like zero. It's too specific. I don't
1: know. Oh yeah, okay, here it is. It's on Etsy for twenty two dollars. Vintage brass key belt or jewelry rack slash bass brass bicycle key rack. It's hmm. this is exact one, vintage from the nineteen nineties.
0: Oh cool! <laughs> In the nineties.
1: Wow. Uh... And it's called, the person's store is La Trouve. Hmm. Oh, it's like a series. There's one called, it, There's they're French, I guess. So the other ones I'm seeing, there's a duck one. There's a pretty great one of a horse-drawn carriage. Mine's definitely the best of all these, though.
0: Did you probably try to find the other ones, though, right?
1: Well, now that set. I know it's French, that brings up the the value to me, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And probably to you too.
0: Yeah, I like it now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I think it's good.
1: Well, you can't have it. <laughs> You've already ruined it.
0: <laughs> <sighs> uh, sad. Yeah, I missed my. I, I blew my chance.
1: Unavailable at some places.
0: Wow! Wow! It's unavailable at my house, for instance, completely.
1: People seem I, to like it. I'd say, this,
0: I'd say this item is unavailable at most places. <laughs> that is all, what I'm finding. Almost everywhere, it's unavailable.
1: Silver lining to all of this is that I have some brass polisher that I can use to polish this, and that is the most gratifying action you can do. Really,
0: the silver. Why did this need a silver lining? <laughs>
1: Just in case the morals weren't enough for people, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we've got lessons. We've got morals. <laughs> now we have silver linings, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We have we are both. Yeah, that's great. Um, thank you so much, Nicole. This is a really... Like always, this is a very special episode of Serious Offers Only. I, I, quite, I quite enjoyed that and it's, I'm not going to lie, my favorite part of this is all the drama during the story only to learn that it's just hanging out in some drawer and you never think about it and you only thought about it because you needed something to talk about for this and it was so, for that short window, is so dramatic. You're so pleased by the find, so angry at the estate sale folks and uh
1: yeah it's great (laughs) all right i'm stopping
0: okay thanks folks tune in uh i don't know later serious offers only